everyone and welcome back to the Target Transfers podcast, the number one heat printing podcast in the world. Today we're joined by James and Kirsten from Audis. Uh, all we do is just hoods, just tees, anything and everything blank apparel. Um, so we're very excited to be jumping into a bit about their business, what they do. Um, we're going to talk a bit about specific garments for different topics like levers, schools, that sort of thing. Um, you've had your 80th colour come out, which is very exciting. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But firstly, how how are you guys doing today? Great. Very good, thank you. We were just saying that, weren't we, off camera? Tired, <laughs> but because we're so busy, to be honest. So um, that's not a complaint. Um, all very positive, all good. Loads, so much going on. Um, and uh, we, as we were saying before as well, just started um, prepping for the PMP show, which is big for us. So that's um, that's now part of our kind of almost daily remit. Um, there's Kirsten, I'm kind of doing that. She's got... Um, loads of product coming out or loads to say about product coming out so the end of the year I think is always busy from that perspective preparing for new product coming out in new year yeah PMP seems like it's coming around really quickly doesn't it it'll be here before we know it yeah well last year was April wasn't it that's why so it's not it's not a year is it you know we're we're um it's back to normal back to February we're looking forward to it but it's it's you know it's a lot of prep and a lot of work and you know it takes over a lot of resource but hey it's all good it's all worth it and it's it's well worth um coming along to PMP to visit the order stands because it's what four-ish stands that you have something like that so pretty much every single product you have will be there for someone to look at touch feel understand speak to people and get a um, even better idea of what you can do for businesses. Yeah, definitely. And we've got a new stand um, design coming this year as well. So we're really excited about the new stand. So definitely come along and see us and see the new stand. Awesome. Yeah, I was amazed at how much space you guys had at PMP. I think I lost Andy in one of them. We were filming something and I was like, oh, hang on a minute, <laughs> he's disappeared. Um, yeah, I, don't know, I know Kirsten's been more involved than me. We've got the same amount. We're going for a big one still, aren't we? Yeah, so it's same, same stands as last year. Um, just a bit of a redesign, a bit of a new layout, a bit more fun, um, um, a, bit way more, it's a bit more interactive to help us um, and our customer journey through the stand to show them everything that we do and hopefully give them what they need as well. Oh, exciting. I can't wait to see it. I was saying to Andy, I'm actually really looking forward to it this year. I think it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good show. Yeah, me too. Once again, once it's all set up, that's it. Once we, we on the, the Saturday after set up, that's when I start to look forward to it. Once, <laughs> once we're there and all done. Once you know it was all finished and ready to go, then you can relax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys had, um, when we came over to your stand in April for PMP, you were taking votes for the 80th colour. Um, was Is that colour just for one product or is it across the across every single product? It was for, uh, um, okay, <laughs> it is more than one product, put it that way. And Kirsten, okay. I, I, Kirsten I would imagine <laughs> during the course of this conversation will allude a little bit more detail um, than that, but it's primarily JH001, but there are some others um, that it's coming into. Do you, do you want Do you want me to reveal the colour? Yes. Uh, Podcast exclusive. Is it a good time? <laughs> 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 um, we get a drum roll for James, please? <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, big drum roll, please. So it is Digital Lavender. Um, you are correct. We, we, we did, we had a bit of interaction um, with uh, those that attended the PMP. It was great. We had um, 
hundreds of uh, votes, um, people voted, and Digital Avida came out the, 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 as number one, came out as the most popular. Um, so uh, we are releasing it early. It's uh, We're not waiting until January. We're releasing it next month um, across the board. So it, it's something we're quite excited about because it's a bit of a landmark. It's the 80th colour. Um, so we'll, we'll do a bit of promotion around the 80th colour and, and get that out there and, and um, do a bit of fanfare and whatnot. Um, next month so um, we encourage people to look out for that i'm sure you'll see it anyway it'll be all over our website and and the distributors websites etc etc and also our brand ambassadors will be going out and promoting and they've got samples and whatnot so um we'll do a, a nice promotion on that next month excellent and just for for anyone that's sort of new to yourselves obviously 80 colors is you know it's been a, a journey to get to that point but how how long has audis um been around for when did when did you guys get started so we launched Just Hoods in 2008. Um, so that was when the first of our brands. So Just Hoods has been there from the beginning. The JH1's been there from the beginning. Um, and it's been sort of gradually building up on this colour story. Um, and the colour story is our thing. So we always look to see what new colours we can look. Um, we can launch. Uh, we look at trend forecasting in terms of colour, what's happening in retail. And then doing these fun events with with the printer, printers and embroiderers to see what they want and what they need for their customers. So yeah, it's all good fun. And for a, a digital lavender, can I? I don't know if it's a stupid question, but what would what makes it a digital lavender as I opposed was to just that. lavender? <laughs> so actually, um, digital lavender is there's a big trend forecasting website called WGSN. Um, which a lot of people will be familiar with um, in uh, fashion forecasting. And Digital Lavender is actually the colour of 2023. And that is what they've called it. And there's a lot going around it. So we felt that calling it Digital Lavender as WGSN have would bring a lot of attention to it because it is getting used so much in the retail um, space. So we think that people will know about it and the end users will know about it and, and really connect with that colour name. I, I can I can only see that being a big hit. I mean, we where we have our screen printed transfers, we've seen colours similar to it go through the system already. It's definitely a colour that's popular amongst our customers as well. Um, and obviously, that is what the end user is demanding at the moment is that that kind of particular shade of lavender. So I think it can only be um, a real winner for anyone that starts to introduce that into their range next year. Yeah, I agree. And. Um, We've used it as kind of our core colour for 2023 um, across some of our brands. So um, you'll see that filtering through into our brands such as Just Cool as well. Um, we find it's just a real key colour in different market segments, um, the casual separates for Just Hoods and into, it goes into the sportswear market as well. No, I'm very, I'm very excited to see it. I think it's going to be good. Um, before we dive in in more detail to the different products, I just want to give everyone listening a bit more of an overview because it's not just hoodies that you guys do. It's sweats, um, polos, sports. You have like a different range for everything. I think this is a, this is actually the sweat that you sent James for the podcast range that I'm wearing. Oh, is um, it? Well, there you go. Good, great. Is, yeah, we haven't fully released the um, products range yet, but this is one of your. Looking wonderful. There you go. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so did you just want to give everyone listening a bit of an overview as to what are the products Audis provide um, if they're looking for a blank supplier? Yeah, probably the better question is what what don't we provide? Because we we you know we 
we've got uh, a multitude of brands. So uh, here we go. So everyone knows us for Just Heads, of course. Um, and probably the second biggest brand is Just Cool, which is sportswear, activewear, et cetera. Um, and then we also branch off into, so Denim, we've got a, a fabulous, um, quite small brand, but really for those that use it, very, very popular and, and got a great reputation, really good reputation with those that use it, um, which is Denim, Chinos, uh, there's a bomber jacket in there and a few other things. Um, we've got a, a, a school uniform brand called uh, Audis Academy. Um, We've got just polos, which is exactly as you'd expect it to be, which is a polos brand. We've got just tees, which is a t-shirt brand. Kirsten, have I missed any out? Ecology. And we've got ecology. That's that's uh, that's a major one, actually, ecology, um, which, as I'm sure you guess, is a sustainable brand, which is uh, t-shirts, hoodies, um, what else? Knitted sweats. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we do in ecology. Sports tees. I mean, we've got a large amount of products of SKUs across all different segments of the market. There really isn't much we, we don't do. Um, and, you know, I, I think Just Hood's paved the way. Um, we like to think we've got a really good, strong reputation in the market. And that's not just on Just Hood's. That's across all the other brands I've just mentioned as well. With the ecology ones as well, is something we touched upon when we um, spoke at PMP and we did a little bit of a video with James there. If you I'd encourage everyone to go back and watch that because you can see a bit of a taste of the range and the colours they have in the stand that they have at PMP. But the ecology range is not just boring brown uh, sacks that you could wear. Basically, there's, there's... you were trying to think of more colours. Uh, we give Kirsten credit. She 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 designs all the products, so it's good to know that they're not. They're not boring. You can have sustainable brand and, and still look cool, basically, is, is with um, most of the, the ecology products that I've seen there. Um, and the denim one's an interesting one as well, because I think this episode comes out after the one with Jenna. Yes, yeah. correct. So we did a podcast with our colleague Jenna Sackett from Styles, who's um, sort of one of the big uh, decoration experts and and tell you know give some good tutorials about how to improve your decoration styles but denim was something that we touched upon there um and i think that's something that where orders is quite unique because you have that denim range and you have a nice range of denim products but this is something that customers could it's very easy to decorate actually it's something that people i think sometimes are a little bit intimidated by but actually pretty much anything can go on to denim as long as you just take a little bit of time to practice with it but in terms of the end result, it's, I mean, has a very high perceived value and it can look amazing. It's definitely something that you're looking for something a bit different to offer your customers as well. I'd highly recommend going and checking out that range. And they look really good when they're fused upon. As we've seen in Jenna's previous reels that she's done across social, she puts different types of vinyl and transfers on them and they really do look a high perceived value if you're yeah. selling them to make a profit. So, yeah, definitely recommend checking that out as well. Um, one of the other things I wanted to touch upon as well, um, we've got obviously Levers 2023 coming up. It's a big time of year for our customers. Um, and we've obviously teamed up a bit with you guys in terms of the hoodie aspect to give people the complete package, if you will, if they want to produce, if they want to produce levers garments. So we obviously do the transfer side of things. So that removes weeding from the equation, makes it quick, easy, profitable. But what do you put them onto? Obviously, you need the, the hoodies to go with it. 
So as you can see behind us, we've got a range of the just hoods that we've fused some levers onto. Um, and James, before this episode, very kindly sent me over some recommendations for uh, levers hoodies that are um, basics that have been uh, loved for years, some maybe newer trends that are going to be big for next year. So um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, really, and give people a bit more insight into the trends for next year, because obviously the JH001 correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> terminology wise um is the I think that's this one that's the yeah the one with the white on it um that I believe you said has been loved for the longest it's the you know the your classic hoodie um but the cross neck one I thought was interesting because that we saw introduce itself a bit last year we noticed more people using it and I think for levers that's going to be a massive hit this year yeah, I think the JH one's always going to be the most loved for levers because it gives, because of the colour choice, it gives such a broad scale for a scope for people to to be a bit more individual, whether it's individual through a class or individual from different schools, um, with the, all the colours that we we have. It's always going to be a fan favourite. Um, but things we think are are starting to come through, like JH thirty, a lot of people are wanting sweats rather than hoodies now. Um, there's a bit of a trend for that. Um, GH50, so our zip hoodie, it's a bit more of a flexibility garment. You can wear t-shirts underneath it. We find that people are really inter interested in using that in the levers um, arena. And then alternatives for people who are really wanting to be a bit different and do something a bit different is the cross neck. So our GH21, it's a bit more, it's a bit more fun, a bit more grown up, just a, um, just give something different. And then our GH43, um, which is our varsity jacket. Again, that's really popular with schools in terms of levers. And then lastly, the GH22, um, which is our tie-dye. It's been really, really popular this year. And again, it's fun and really useful. So really popular um, into, to, into levers. Um, for next year, we're actually going to add some colours specifically for the levers market, where we've designed um, the colours and did the colour research into it focusing particularly on that useful market. So very, very bright, vibrant colours that we think will be really, really popular. Is that, oh, sorry, I was just going to ask um, when roughly we can expect to see those come to come to market? Because I think our customers are going to be jumping at the chance to get on board with that trend. Yeah, so I'm jumping onto a little teaser. So we are going to have 87 colours in the GH1 um, launched in 2023 so we're doing things a little bit differently this year we're going to stagger the launches and um, so we've obviously released the eighth color that we've talked about um, next month then january we're releasing three colors um and they're quite fashion forward and then march we'll see us add these two bright colors and time for the lever season at the end of that school year and then in May, we're launching another two colours that are kind of this kind of summer pastel colour. So really, really excited to do a bit of a staggered launch and just keep the momentum and the interest going forward. So a lot of the, the feedback we get from James's team who are out on the road speaking to the printers and embroiderers is they want new launches throughout the year to, to have something to speak to their customers about. So by doing the staggered launch, hopefully we're providing that for them. Yeah, it keeps things new and fresh, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's really important because something that we talk about a lot, um, mostly because transfect te technology has changed so much in the last couple of years, but I think actually offering your customers, especially levers ones, something that's not just boring, 
it's just not just do red or black and white anymore it's you know it's been it's been done to death really you know and now as you mentioned earlier kirsten you've got colors like digital lavender which we know is going not just for for orders but like fashion as a whole it's gonna be a big color so why not pick the color that's going to be the biggest color for next year is your leavers hoodie it just makes sense to me or offer something a bit different because you know even if it's just a way of getting taking something to a school that's different just to get your foot in the door and say look look what i can do even if ultimately they still go for a red hoodie with white text on it it gives you a chance to sort of differentiate yourself from your customer um you know so just try something different i mean we've we're seeing a big trend with um with our leavers hoodies actually doing like things like tones and gradients across the text mm-hmm. so picking some dark darker or lighter garments and just matching the school colors into the actual color so rather than just be like yeah it's just one color on the back it's 20 colors but it's all blended together to match like red and blue for the school or picking something again you know that you could make do a pattern with digital lavender on digital lavender um something like that where it's just something a bit more interesting because the, the kids don't want just boring they want something interesting they want like like say the tie-dye ones they want something a bit more fun because it's that's you know that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a fun item at the end of the year that you get to represent what you've you know potentially done for the last five years or so i think as well it's um one of those things we were talking the other day about how levers isn't just for school levers anymore it's all if you go on i don't know like a school trip or something like that it doesn't have to be levers 23 it could be whatever the occasion is and then with the 23 and the names underneath it and things like that so it's not just the one time of year anymore it's throughout the entire year that printers and garment decorators can really maximize on profits and I think having this color range that you guys have available makes that so much better for people because rather than just doing the school colors they can go oh we went on whatever trip and we want this color for that we did this show we want that color for that and rather than it all being the same you can differentiate between everything that they're doing throughout the school year yeah i mean we 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 always put a template out every year to teach people how to do the text in the numbers properly and literally like i think the last week of june is probably the last day if you're really pushing it to make a leavers hoodie and literally the second week of july people are like okay when's 20 when's the 2023 template then because yeah. schools are asking us already for because it's it's not just like I left you leaving in June it's it's the year the school year ending 2023 where anything in that year is expected to have something like a leavers design in it now yeah I think I think one of the challenges we have is exactly that is keeping it fresh and uh, t- to be fair falls on on Kirsten and her team uh, falls within their remit is keeping it fresh keeping it relevant keeping it exciting you know, retail trends do affect us, although we're not in the retail market as an industry. We're not as agile. We, you know, we, we, we tend not to have four seasons and four four different collections, of course. And we I don't think we'll ever go down that road. But at the same time, we have to keep our eye on on what's going on in the retail, because whether it's kids or adults, whoever that that influences them. So we have to be able to provide the colors and the styles they want. Although I will say a lot of it does come back to the JH001 standard hoodie because it does such a good job. Um, and, and I, you know, we are industry leaders, certainly on, on, on the hoodie side of things. And the 87 colours um, uh, will really hopefully propel us and, and give us that edge even more from a competitive advantage perspective. I think as well as, you know, the, the thing I always encourage people to do when we're talking about Levers hoodies is, you know, you know sometimes we 
people are always, often ask us, you know, what is a good way of making money from a business, adding more revenue streams? Like levers is a number one option. And the way we always say it's like, you know, think about it this weekend, go to the shops, walk around. Is it how many levers hoodies do you see walking around? Close. Yeah, Close. there's so like many. And, you know, to your point about the JH001 is that it's not just, you don't just see levers 22 walking around it at this time of year. You see 19, 18, 17, because those sort of hoodies will last a long, long time as well because they're the structure on them is really good and they're very well made. So that, you know, that person who's got it, it's, it's not just like a, a six months wear, it's a long-term wear. Um, and that's why they t tend to come back to yourselves quite a lot, I should assume. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Well, listen, you should, uh, um, if I'm out with my family, my wife and kids, I'm a bit of a shadow because I'll, I'll spot someone walking on the street and go, is that, is that a JH001 she's wearing? And, they, you know, their eyes kind of go to the ceiling. So I kind of yeah. want to go up to people and check their label to make sure <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a just hood. And to be fair, it's going to sound like I'm bragging. I don't care. Often it is, to be honest. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's something to be proud of in a way. Definitely. Yeah, you're not you're not a, a true heat printer unless you're going into shops and touching every print on the t-shirt <laughs> trying to work out what they are, right? You? you can't take yourself seriously. No, that's true. I, one of my my eldest daughter is uh, looking at universities at the moment. I was at a university up here in Scotland, and they've got a university shop. And I was checking out. I had to go in and check out <laughs> who their hoodies were 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 made by. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It, and we're talking codes as well. JS001, JS003, JC, you know, it's 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 yeah. it's, uh, it's sad, but hey, that's the way. It is. So, what would happen if you went into university and they weren't didn't have just hoods? Thing, would you be She's like, you know what? I, I, didn't really, I didn't really rate the accommodation in here. I thought it looked a bit ropey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> teacher didn't really think much of the teachers. That... <laughs> yeah, no, she's that particular university actually wasn't our hoodie, and I'm disappointed. So she's not going there. <laughs> oh brilliant um while we're on the topic of school apparel um obviously your polos um hoodies are still relevant as well but there are obviously a lot of opportunities to maximize sales within the school industry aside from levers um and that's something that if people are looking at doing like polos for example the just polos range that's a very good way to um add the school badge on to um and get sort of into the uniform way as well so yeah just is there anything realistically that you've seen uh from garment decorators or from your customers that have any sort of success stories with um sort of polos and hoodies and just just school wear in general yeah the school wear um uh, particularly the school wear because we, we we launched i mentioned this when we did an interview at pmp and it has gone even better since which was um our academy polo um which um is kind of long awaited and as i mentioned before i mentioned it again we probably should have released it a couple of years ago but anyway we've 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 launched it it's really opened doors um in certain certain areas of the country that only use polos um for school uniform it's really gone down well um but we're beginning to open um schools minds and make them aware because a lot of them aren't aware they use our hoodies and they might use for levers as we've just said and they might be using some of our just cool for um pe kits and to, they, they don't realize that it's all the same company so that's certainly something we're working on and we've begun to work on and we we've just done a photo shoot and we're going to message that a little bit different next year we're going to message kids wear all together um, so it makes it a lot easier for the garment decorators um, to approach schools 
um, and say, look, this is all this. They're a one-stop shop. They do PE kits uh, in Just Cool. They do Leavers hoodies with JH and Just Hoods, and they do um, school uniform with Academy. So we're bringing that all together. Um, and so that's that's something we've been working on. That's something we've realized, and hopefully that will help um, promote our products a little bit more and, and let them leverage off each other. Yeah, and I think the important thing with our, with all of our brands that go into the school market, we have the the junior ages and the senior school ages. So in Audis Academy, for example, each of the styles comes in a junior size, um, right down sort of three to four, right through into um, when you're starting to, to leave primary school um, and then into your secondary school ages. And that goes up to age 16, 17, 18, so into much bigger sizes. Um, in terms of hoods and cool, um, both of those, um, there is an adult and a, a kid's equivalent. And we're trying to add as much um, of the same product in kids as adults that will really appeal to these to the schools um, and clubs and teams and everything around the children's market. So one of the things that, again, the feedback we get from the printers and embroiderers is that they want more of this matching um, kids and adults colorways. So we're adding more to, to our, our GH30 or GH50 um, Js. Um, and in a JC, we're extending the, the colour range that we have in our JC 1J. So I think it's going to be around 25 colours that you'll be able to buy in adults um, and kids sizing um, in the same colour, which is really exciting. Excellent. And I think for anyone that's that's listening or watching that's never done any school wear before, it's, you know, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to take in, but it, at the same time, it's not out of the realms to get started in it. Um, because they're, I was looking at the stats this morning, and there's over there's over thirty two thousand schools in the UK, so there's definitely enough business out there for everyone to, you know, to do their part. And and a lot of it, there's a lot of the time, it's often left chest or it's full back or full front front print. So there's the actual decoration part. Well, you you have to get to you learn each material is not over complicated, but would you have any advice for anyone that's wanting to get started, thinking they've got a heat press, thinking you know I do some sports stuff already perhaps it's a similar market maybe i could get started would it be how would the best way for someone to get in contact with yourselves or one of your brand ambassadors to kind of take those first steps yeah sure i mean i i think this industry is great from that perspective the, the getting started and um you know people can can do it from their bedroom or do it from their garden shed and, and we speak to a lot of people you know we we think there's about ten thousand printers and embroiderers out there and a large percentage are um either doing it as a side hustle or doing it full time, depending how it's going from, from their home premises. So getting started, I think, is relatively easy. There's not huge barriers to entry um, in this market. And one of our remits is to try and hold people's hands from the beginning with. Um, and, and so, you know, we help them grow their business, which in turn helps us grow ours. Um, so that's one of the reasons we do have a brand ambassador program. Thanks for mentioning it. And it's we've got seven um, brand ambassadors on the road across the UK and across the island of Ireland. Um, we've been operating for almost exactly two years. Um, and these guys are out there and, and, you know, we don't sell directly. You know, that's that's not our job. So our job specifically and our remit is to help genuinely to create partnerships with the printers and embroiderers out there, no matter how big, no matter how small, 
and help them and support them. Obviously, we have an audit angle, um, um, but um, that's what we're there for. So if anyone wants to get in touch, probably the best way is to email info at auditbrands.com. And that's a great starting point, but we're, we're out there on, we're, we're easy to get in touch with. We're out there on Instagram as well, all of us, all of the brand ambassadors, and, and we've got a couple of internal brand ambassadors now. So um, that aspect is, is expanding and that, gives us the opportunity to talk to even more printers and embroiderers and help even more. So um, if anyone wants to get in contact with us, and we really do love getting in contact and talking to uh, particularly the smaller companies and, and holding a hand and growing, helping them grow, basically. that it's, 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 you know, there's some great stories out there of people that have started off in their garden shed and then you find out a year later they're suddenly, you know, they've got their own premises in an industrial estate and they've gone from, doing a kind of side hustle, as I mentioned, and, and having two or three contact contracts uh, to suddenly they're doing several contracts and they, and they do a bit of work where and they've branched off into other core, mar uh, core markets. It's great. There is a lot of success um, stories out there and, and the industry is buoyant. It's buzzing. And there are a lot of opportunities for those who get it right. There's no doubt about it. Would you say that, and something that we've noticed over the last couple of years, that there's perhaps um, more new people in, who've joined the industry, perhaps start, um, where we've seen a lot where people have like, actually, do you know what, they've had time to think and sort of reconsider what they want to do with the rest of their career. And actually, like, if they're, if they're passionate about something like garment decoration, a lot of them are actually, like I said, because the barriers to entry are so low now, like, actually, do you know what, I'm going to get stuck in, I'm gonna, really going to give this a try now. Yeah, hundred percent. One of the one of the questions the brand ambassadors ask is is what? Tell me about your your business journey, um, because it's really interesting. This is when we first meet clients, um, and you're right. I think COVID disrupted the market as it did society effectively um, in negative and positive ways. The positive ways, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of new entrants to the market, and a, a lot of people and people switch their business as well. We had a few people I can think of that that um, stopped having a premises and just went digital, and that's been successful. And other people that went the other way. Um, so uh, you know, I, I remember speaking to a lady who um, I think she was down on the south coast. Can't remember exactly. I wouldn't say it anyway um, from uh, from a confidentiality perspective. But she she was on a PTA uh, for a school PTA, and she organised. It was her project to organise the levers. And she realized there was an opportunity um, and obviously did that one successfully and then offered her services out because she knew how to do it. I think she's got over 100 schools now um, that she does leave hoodies for in a full time successful business. Um, so there's all sorts of success stories uh, out there. And I think it is a really fabulous industry for people to move into have a side hustle, see how it's going, then build from there. You can start from scratch and be successful quickly in this industry. There's no doubt about it. Still needs a bit of effort and a bit of entrepreneurship, of course. Um, and there's so much information out there. There's no reason for people to be lost, whether it's getting in touch with companies like yourselves, getting in touch with companies like us. We are here genuinely to help and support and and and, uh, and provide and be educationalists, provide information to people um that's going to help them grow their business brilliant that's really it's really good to hear and i'd echo those sentiments it's the same sort of thing that we're finding with customers that come here people that 
are willing to, we would say that if you're willing to try and break it a bit, once you kind of learn how to do it, then you, you know, the sky's the limit. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a big thing that we've, we've been banging a drum a lot about recently about localization and marketing and a word of the mouth and how important it is. But that's a, it's a perfect example. And I've heard that so many times is it's the, the leavers hoodie is very rarely something that is done as part of every, the rest of the contract with schools. It's something that's like, oh yes, can you, someone needs to do that. And it's often like either, you know, someone who got a heat press or you've got a heat press. Can you do it? And they're like, uh, I guess so. And then after a little while, they're like, oh, hang on a sec. I can, I'm quite good at this. I could just keep doing this all day. And it's way more interesting than what I'm normally doing <laughs> for my job. And then yeah, they just go from strength to strength after that point. Yeah, I think so. I think word of mouth is huge in this industry still. Um, but even, you know, there's some small business out there who get huge amounts of attraction through platforms such as Instagram. Um, you know, I know, I know a lady who runs a, a running club um, and, and sells a lot of merch, a lot of our stuff, and has built uh, over COVID period, actually built 11,500 um, followers just through Instagram and built a business just through Instagram. Um, so again, barriers to entry, very, very small. And, you know, you, you get out there and learn. It's all out there on the internet, some form or another. And if not, pick up the phone or email us and we're happy to point people in the right direction. Yeah, the opportunity of reaching new customers now has never been easier with things like social media. I mean, you go back sort of 10, 20, 30 years and in order to start a business, you would really struggle with reaching new people. Whereas now you go on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and within a couple of weeks, you can have a small following and you can build and grow on that. And one post can reach a thousand people in a week. And for a small business, you know, and I think it's so much easier, like you say, for people to get started on that journey and to actually reach new customers now versus trying to start a new business 30 years ago and going, oh, I've got this amazing product, but I, don't, I haven't got anyone to show it to. And that must have been so much more frustrating. So if people aren't jumping on the chance to do it now, then yeah, there's I mean, not I really guess. much more we can do. <laughs> no, no, I'm with you. I think probably 30 years ago, you're right. You can actually go on door knocking, um, which is, which is you know, a tough business. But these days, social media can create a community seems mm. to be the key if you can successfully create a community and that can be achieved quickly um, across all social media platforms uh, you know there's a lot of small companies out there that they, they don't even have a web page it, it's yeah. uh, instagram facebook whatever presence um because they don't need a web page you know um so and again that it's, it's free that you know the, your, your advertising and your promotion um it, it's free so it, again we're back to this low barriers to entry so i really encourage people um to either get in touch with us or just do it yourself don't be afraid get out there give it a go yeah it fascinates me as well the amount of people that fell into heat printing and didn't obviously we have our customers that are heat printers like deep down in their soul and it's what they do and they all of the nerdy details that we love they relate to and that's fantastic but like what you were saying about the lady who ended up from one to a hundred schools she obviously didn't plan to, I'm going to be a heat printer. It just sort of fell to her. And then she went, oh, this is an opportunity. And she maximized on that. So it does amaze me how many people come through the door and go, I didn't think I'd be doing this now, but I really like it. I think almost everyone says that. I'm not, <laughs> honestly, almost everyone you spoke, you know, no one, probably not many left school and, and said, right, I'm, I'm going to be yeah. a heat printer. You know, the people fell into it for whatever reason uh, and then uh, fell in love with it and, and have stuck to it and made successful businesses out of it and, and had 
you know, sounds a bit cheesy, had happy lives because of it. Um, You know, and it's back to what you were saying, um, Andy, about uh, I think COVID did change people's perception and and, uh, made people look in different directions. And and certainly we have seen a lot of newcomers come into the industry. You're right on that. I think as well, the, the actual end customer, it made them look around in terms of where they bought their products from, trying to buy it from UK-based companies, UK decorators, but also actually taking that time to find maybe a customer, a, a, a supplier within their niche. Like some of the people that we spoke to, there's some weird and wonderful niches of business that you think, I never even knew that it existed. There's like an interest. And like, yeah, I just do, we had a customer come in that was just doing some, completely something random I was like I never knew even that would be an avenue for garment decorators like yeah yeah I did about 10,000 hats last year you know like, <laughs> what, what? Yeah. just just on this tiny little niche so even if anyone's like oh yeah but it's intimidated by like if you find something that you're genuinely interested in as well to go with it you know you'll find your audience and you'll find um, like-minded people that want to share their love of whatever it may be yeah, I think it, I think you're absolutely right. Often it's a hobby, but there's it's people having the the mindset to monetize that hobby without sounding cold hearted. But you know, um, people. I'm trying to think. Classic cars. There's a good one. People go to classic car shows and you know a couple of couple of those individuals who met who then start getting into classic car merch at, at, at the events, um, and then they start using our stuff and then start printing it. So it's a hobby that's that also can be combined to to uh, make a bit of money and, and you know, uh, have a bit of fun with. Yeah, I mean, I had the, the same conversation with someone around classic cars last week, someone that came in for one of our masterclasses, and they, like, actually, you know what I do? We go on tour to Switzerland every year to do car racing. It's like, actually, I'm just going to do all the merch for everyone from now on. And they were they were just there as a, as a kind of a plus one for someone else's meeting. They were like, right, you know, I'm doing this as well now. Now now I've seen how easy it is to do. Yeah, and that's often how it gets started. Then you get individuals that are really entrepreneurial, but that's how they start. You meet them in three years' time and find they've got a proper business, and they're not. It's not just car merch in Switzerland. They're doing all sorts. Um, and and but that is how people get started. It it, it really is. It, it often it is a. A, a kind of hobby and a side hustle and something to do and make a bit of extra money or add to their hobby, add, add to their interest. And then three or four years later, it can be a real big business, you know? 100%. So if people, people listening to this are thinking, oh, okay, I think it's about time I get started with my t-shirt business or they think, oh, I want some higher quality garments. I'm going to head over to Audis and get them to help me out. Um, what's the best way? I know you've said obviously they can email the info at email address, um, which I will put in the link in the description for anybody that's interested. Um, but what's the best way for them to get in touch with uh, sort of ordering? I know obviously you've got your brand ambassadors that are out on the road and can go and visit people, but um, I know Rallywise sell your stuff as well. So if people wanted to shop online, they could maybe go there. Yeah, I, I, we don't sell directly uh, as a company, and um, our model. Um, is is very simple. We sell in the UK through three distributors. Um, we have Pencari, we have Prestige Leisure, and you've just mentioned Rallywise. So anyone can open, I say anyone, anyone can open a trading account with one, or if not all three. And we always recommend to people um, open account with all three um, of those distributors, um, and they can provide all the information um, 
and start ordering. You can order singles. That, that's the other thing worth mentioning. You know, it, it's you, you don't have to commit. You don't have to have a warehouse and commit to cartons of stock. You can order singles, and all three of those distributors um, provide that service. And I, it's usually next day delivery, so it's quick. They're set up um, for businesses in this industry of all different sizes, including one-man bands out, out of their garden shed. That's what they love. That's what they do. So um yeah get in touch with any of those if not all three of them open an account um and then get in touch with us from an audit perspective for any questions or any uh, advice required on anything audits yeah and just to touch on that if people want to when they're starting up their business and what need artwork for their websites or their social media we have as part of our resources on our websites all of our lifestyle images, flat shots, and we have print guides on there. So everything that they might require to get themselves started, they're free to download from our website. That's that's a really good point, actually, Kirsten. And something that everyone that works with you should definitely do. We were um, had a little bit of an exercise in here the other day. Um, where we just got a new new member of the marketing team. That's, and we were going through, it's mostly around uh, Christmas-based stuff, I think, mm. wasn't it, the other day? Yeah. And we were, I said, she was like, is it, how big, how big really is it though? And I was like, well, actually, it's really big. And I was like, let's just go on to Etsy and let's just search Christmas jumpers. Because we've got um, some new Christmas festive inks that have proven really popular. It's like, just look at, watch how many search results come up. But the interesting thing was that, like, I would say probably 90% of the, you know, first two or three pages, there's probably 50 150 companies or people selling Christmas jumpers, nearly all of the shots were flat lays. And you can see that they are from product images they've taken from the likes of yourselves, added a design on so that, you know, but they, we can tell because we know what we're looking for, but most people wouldn't know that that's just a, an image with um, a slogan put on the top, probably in something like Canva or Photoshop, no, something, nothing too complicated but they're really making those resources work for them. And you can see if you go and click on that customer, you see they've done X thousand sales off the back of this sort of stuff. It's, it's, a, it's a really valuable tool to, especially when you're first starting, you want to like actually, because you, you know, you can buy singles, but you, and you have to be, you have to be careful about not off, offering too many products, even if you get them in to demo, demonstrate with actually, why not just put, some, put a pre-order up, use the imagery to, to you know, see what's popular. Then you own. If there's something that doesn't work for your customer base, and actually, they only wanted one of that color. You've not sunk loads of cost into stock that you don't need or never need. But then you're like, actually, that one that was like, yeah, someone bought. We sold a hundred of those. Like, okay, well, I, I know I can get them turned around because Rallywise will order near, near enough next day anyway, and we can do our transfers in two days. So you don't have to work. You can pre-order use your flat lays use the product images not just photos it's videos to make some really interesting looking graphics that customers respond to and they can buy into without well, for free basically and that yeah be i mean 100 just just very quickly to mention we also do bespoke videos for for which are you know for as we mentioned instagram um and the other social media platforms, 15 second, 30 second videos, which are our videos, but we can bespoke them specifically to the company. So we put the company details, very simple, at the beginning um, and at the end of our video. Um, but it, it means there's content. If people, I think that's one of the challenges, isn't it, of, of social media is always trying to find content. Um, so we can supply tailor-made content as well. It's free. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there for free, um, not just um, 
from from us, but from in you know companies like yourselves, um, just to make it as easy as possible for people to start and people get going and people to um, brand the products up and, and sell them off. And the great thing is, we, we, I mean, literally, once we finish this, we've got a we've got a live um, event in probably a couple of hours when we're going to be using the levers hoodies and showing everyone how to design levers. But the other thing as well is that the the margins in these products are really good as well. We did that, um, you know, before every before every event, we always like to make sure that when we speak about it, we make sure we're using the live pricing. So we're doing that this morning, and I can tell anyone that's never made a levers hoodie before. I mean, the, the profit in it, you're probably looking like a fifty percent profit on you know versus the sell price so it's you know this is very accessible for everyone yeah it should be that and, and and different hoodies that we supply potentially have different margins as well and that's something for people to explore um themselves and see how the market responds to their prices but certainly coming back to levers hoodies 100 uh, there, there tends to be a levers hoodies price that that the end users are happy to pay and schools are happy to promote, which also provides the printers and embroiderers with a good margin. Absolutely. Yeah. And even the slightly more expensive ones, the perceived value of those will go up with that margin as well. So like Molly, we've got some the cross necked ones in that Molly mentioned earlier, which we're going to be doing some content with earlier, but when you pick them up, you're like, Oh, this is chunky. This is, you know, you can like actually, I can't remember what the price difference was between the two, but you're like, this feels at like five, ten pound more expensive. I know it's not as much as that. Yeah, it, it, no, no, you're right. No, you're, you're spot on. I think it's worth it's worth mentioning from you know uh, from our perspective. Every everything we do, every garment we produce, is specifically for the garment decorators. It's for that market. We, we're not involved in retail or any other sorts of market. It is specifically for that market. So that's reflected in in how the garments are designed how they're constructed in terms of the fabric for printing, particularly printing um, and obviously embroidery. And it's also reflected in the price. We know what's out there. We know the structure of, of what's out there. And we want printers and garment decorators to make a healthy profit and to make a healthy margin. That's what keeps the industry going. So it's certainly worth me mentioning that. Amazing. I don't think I have anything else to add unless you have any more questions for James and Kirsten. No, I think, I mean, we, we can, we could talk for hours about different types of hoodies and things like that, but we were probably covered everything we wanted to cover today, but I'm sure that um, you'll both be back on here another time anyway. Um, so the only thing, the only thing I wanted to flag for anyone that's listening, we've, we've mostly covered levers today. Obviously there's so many different things you can do, but on the topic of leaders, levers, sorry, if anyone is looking for the 2023 template, you head to custom.targettransfers.com and go into the nav bar. There's a free template. It's a couple of different variations. So depending on how you want to decorate your garment, you've got one where you can do initials and badges with it or just a simple levers designs. Um, by the time this podcast comes out on our YouTube channel, there'll also be a full walkthrough of how to put the names into the numbers it's really really easy it just takes a few clicks you just need to know how to do those clicks properly we'll have a full walkthrough so anyone can get started with the artwork you don't have to be an expert literally anyone could do this um, so make sure you go and check that out and make sure you get in touch with Audis. get get yourself a brand ambassador you know we've um in this area it's dylan he's often pops by and tells us about new products he's very helpful always telling us what's coming up what's new what other ways you could make successes um so they're a very good resource to um 
have on hand. I'd highly encourage everyone, everyone to get in touch with you guys. Yeah, Great. Yeah, and watch out for next month, did you say, Digital Lavender Drops? Yeah. Next month, Thank look you. out for it. We, you probably won't be able to miss it, to be honest. We're, <laughs> We're very excited. Yeah, we've got a lot of promos coming up and uh, mini campaigns and whatnot. So, um, as I said, it's our 80th colour, so we're making a bit of a big deal of it, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, something to look forward to. And then into the new year, all the new products, new colours, etc. Busy time for Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys. We've loved Good. having you on. And as Andy said, I'm sure you'll be back before we know it anyway. We've got a lot more things to discuss in the future. Um, but until then, I think that pretty much wraps for today. So thank you everyone for listening uh, to the Target Transfers podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe on whichever channel you prefer watching or listening to. And we'll be back next Thursday with another episode.